Ready? <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> I know. It's more, <laughs> I mean, I know, I know, I know. Here we go. It's happening, people. Sorry, I don't do I don't do these solo pods and as you can tell, we're just like figuring this out. Uh welcome to Jeremiah Wonders. I'm your host Jeremiah Watkins and you know, there's some podcasts out there that do this style where it's like, I got a lot to say. I'm not really one of those comics, but I sometimes feel like I have stuff to say. And today is one of those those situations where uh, I want to talk to you guys, the listeners and the viewers, and check in with you. Lots going on with me lately, and I want to say what's up to y'all. Uh, so this is going to be a solo episode, uh, and I have... My uh, assistant video editor, uh, who helps me with uh, a lot of the behind-the-scenes stuff on stand-up clips, stand-up-on-the-spot stuff, uh, Jeremiah Wonders, just basically whatever edits I need help with. Um, I'm going to introduce uh, my pal Ben to uh, you guys uh, who's off-screen. So say what's up, Ben. What's up, guys? <laughs> Real person. <laughs> Wouldn't that be weird if I kept referencing a producer who... <laughs> wasn't actually here. I just made up a character. You're just doing all the work behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm just like, I can't have people knowing that I'm actually getting help sometimes. <laughs> I I do everything. No, but I don't do everything because between my stand-up and stand-up on the spot and Jeremiah Wonders and Scissor Bros, I need help. And Ben was one of the people who I actually found through uh, when I reached out to people uh, on the Scissor Bros uh, podcast, he, uh, you said that you were, who was the relationship of the friend? It was a friend of yours? My who, brother. Your brother, brother watches Scissor Bros. Yes. And so it just so happened to work out that Ben uh, answered the call. We hit it off. We grabbed lunch. And I was like, this is what I'm looking for. This is what I need. And we were simpatico and been working together since when? june of last year that's crazy yeah that's crazy it's already been a minute but i will say that uh ben has helped me not go completely insane because <laughs> uh uh if you see what's going on up here you don't want to live in here <laughs> it's a little bit much guys uh so ben's been helping me and it's been uh, a, a big improvement as far as workflow and everything like that and uh, i gotta acknowledge you know right out of the gate Super Bowl champions, guys. I know I, you know, I'm sporting all of uh, the Kansas City gear right now. I, I kind of have to do it. Uh, I got a rep for KC out here in LA. There's a lot of people who move to a new city. They don't rep where they're from, but your boy does. Your boy does. He keeps repping out here in the streets. And people got mad at me for making a Rihanna fat joke last night. She's pregnant, obviously. That that was the whole thing. And there's people like, she's pregnant, you idiot. And it's like, that's why I'm making the joke, you freaking idiot. So don't come at me with this me not knowing comedy, not knowing what the joke is. Anytime you have to explain a joke in general, it's not, 
I mean, it's not as good of a joke as you would like it to be. It was a simple joke that I was making, and people like lit up my Instagram on the comment section, uh, and very much. Um, it, it was interesting. I, I like uh, doing the live tweeting and and posting videos along with, you know, big events that everyone's watching, like Super Bowl. Did the Tubi ad get you? Because it did me. I literally thought my son grabbed the remote. I thought I was going crazy with what was going on because guess what? He had already changed it a couple times earlier. So I was already paranoid. I was already antsy on what was going on. And then all of a sudden, it's an ad for Tubi to the point where I had a few people over and we're all looking at each other like, did he do it? No, no, we're all looking. They got us. That was, in my opinion, probably the best marketing of an ad I've seen in freaking years. Did that get you, Ben? It got my mom, and we all made fun of her, but I think it probably got a lot of people. Ooh, that just <laughs> hurt your boy, because me and Ben's mom are the same age, I guess. I don't know what's happening. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, so uh, Boomer Jeremiah fell for it, <laughs> I guess. That's what Ben was politely saying. It didn't get you at all? Uh, you know what I think was good about it was it, it did like the Apple TV sound effects on it. Yes. I think that's what really sold it for yeah. people. Yeah. I yeah. think it was good. Mm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that took the wind out of my sail <laughs> on that one, but that's okay. Uh, yeah, um, it was cool. Obviously, to be a Chiefs fan and, and see them just win. Because you know what? As a Chiefs fan, and I know our field goal kicker is one of the best, I we were cursed in the 90s with field goal kicks. And I just kept imagining him missing that kick because the stakes were so high. And it was like a 27-yard field goal or whatever. But still... Anything can happen in the Super Bowl, and I was still freaking out. I'm like, we do not have this until the clock is completely drained. It's not the most fun way to win a Super Bowl by draining a clock. The Patriots did it to us years ago, like in the playoffs, and it sucks. So, And the thing that's hard about this situation, I've got a lot of friends who are comics from Philly. Some of my favorite comics, actually. Some of my favorite comics working today are from the Philly scene and from the Texas scene. I feel like for whatever reason, those two scenes have bred some freaking hilarious monsters. Uh, and I wanted to text them, but you can't because it wasn't... It would have been too awkward. I don't want to be the guy that's rubbing it in, even trying to be nice because... I try to be nice, and I feel like that would even be making it worse. Like, me as a guy who might even be known as a nice guy, to be like, hey, man, you you guys really did your thing out there. <laughs> I feel like that puts it even more into, like, dude, get away from me. I texted one friend. I texted Shane Gillison, <laughs> and I was like, I'm not texting any more of my Philly friends because <laughs> his reaction was – he wasn't happy, obviously. He's like, yeah, that sucked. And I was like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna text the rest of the Philly boys. I'll give it a few. I'll give it a few days. <laughs> I'll wait until I comment on 
my Philly comedian friends post on Instagram for a few days because I don't want them still being butthurt when I reach out to them. But anyway, I uh, I was a full-blown dad during the Super Bowl. Full-blown. Yep, it's getting serious, guys. <laughs> I think I think that it might be terminal, me being a father. Uh, no, it's uh, my wife was out of town. She never goes out of town. She was visiting her friend who just had a baby, and my wife is about to have a baby in June, so it made sense for her to go visit now, obviously, rather than after she has the baby. And I was, uh, I, it was like I got a taste of what it was like to be a single dad. And I want to say, I hope I never, ever get divorced because <laughs> it was so hard. <laughs> and I just did it for a day. My wife does this every weekend while I'm out on the road, which honestly, I already had a lot of respect for my wife. It gave me a different, it just gave me a different lens and different optics on the situation because you're with him all day. You're with your your kid all day. And and some of you who might be listening or watching are like, yeah, dude. Yeah, you're that's what being a dad or a mom is. Your boy gets I stay very busy with my work and my wife handles a lot of that side of things. It was very eye-opening to me the amount of care that you really have to and, and like attention to detail and focus that you really have to give when it's just you when it's not a team support system where there's somebody helping you and it was and i dude and this is such like a silly example but like i was alone with him for literally a day which is that's not a lot at all but it was more just i think that he was uh he knew that something was off because it's usually his mom who is doing the taking care of him. So I spent an hour while the Super Bowl was going on <laughs> trying to calm him down. It was like, I don't even know how to describe it. Like it, I wanted to go watch the Super Bowl, but I knew I had to be a dad. I would go into the living room for a second to get an update. And then I would hear him like, I'm like, oh, I gotta, go. <laughs> I gotta go back because he was like trying to fall asleep and he just wasn't there yet. So we had to do like, had to give him a shower, had to read to him, do the whole thing. And I'm just like, while it was going on, I wanted to get to the Super Bowl, but there was also something special about me being like, oh, I'm taking care of my son right now. This is kind of, I'm being a dad. Wow, it's weird that it's hitting me. Like he's almost two now, and I and I can literally, my wife. I think my wife trusts me to a point with her son. Like, I think that she was, she could trust me to take care of him, stuff like that. I don't know if she, you know, it's not option A. It's not option A for your boy to be the dad around the house, to be that Mr. Mom. I think our relationship works really well because she's like a super mom, and I'm like, you know, trying to. To work as much as I can to make it comfortable so she can take a little bit of time off when we have this next baby. It's weird to say it felt like like I accomplished something, but I felt like I leveled up as a freaking dad this weekend. 
I was like, oh, another notch in the belt, huh? That's something, when I think of belts, I think of my dad hitting me with a belt. Uh, and that's something that, Ben, I don't think you probably, you probably didn't grow up in that era, right? No. That, was, that was past yeah. when it was like, it's not PC to do it at all. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's a different, um, <laughs> that is truly a different time. Getting the belt, because... You know, when I see a leather belt, I think of getting hit with belts right away. Yeah. And my dad is a pretty peaceful guy, but he can turn it up just like your boy. Uh, I've I say I have anger flare ups. I'm like pretty calm and cool and collected for the most part, but sometimes I can get, you know, get a little intense at times. Some people say it's my Irish heritage, that it's laying dormant. My my blood is boiling underneath the skin, and you don't want to provoke it at the wrong moment. Otherwise, get an anger flare-up. That's what you get. The Hulk is just like an Irish guy. You wouldn't like you wouldn't like me when I'm angry. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> Listen. We don't have enough potatoes around here. <laughs> it's the most stereotypical. He wouldn't like me or I'm angry. And then it's just green and then he poofs out and he has red hair. <laughs> Rather than that. I mean, the green works. Is the Hulk Irish? Is, is what's his name? Bruce Banner? Is that right? It's Bruce yep. Banner, right? Yep. Is Bruce Banner secretly Irish? We don't know. Secretly Irish. <laughs> Sounds like a reality show, huh? All white people are secretly Irish. Probably. Yeah. Probably. There's a lot of European mutts out there. It happens. Happens to the best of us. Happens to the worst of us. It's true. Absolutely. Yeah, man. So, uh, how, uh, how was shooting... Stand up on the. I know you did that a couple months back. Shouldn't stand up on the spot in New York. Oh, uh, yes. Speaking of that, um, we have the uh, episode from the New York stand up on the spot. That's probably why you brought it up. Yeah, you've been you've been editing all the you've been editing all the clips for that. Um, We have a new stand up on the spot that's out uh, that we shot in New York uh, with Akash Singh, Francis Ellis, Ian Fidance, Christina Hutchinson and uh josh adam myers and it was woo, banger of an episode I, you know i love doing the show on the road uh but new york is something special because i i want to get out to new york even more and ben you said that you're you know you're planning on moving to new york eventually um you said your girlfriend actually works at stand-up in new york right yeah she's actually in town right now for the chosen comedy festival oh okay yeah. cool that's very cool uh there's something there's something about doing the show in new york that's extra fun because it's such a hub where if it's an excuse for me to even go out there to see friends more and i get to shoot a show while i'm out there that's awesome like we're gearing up. I can't release the lineup yet for this next one, but I'm going to be out in New York City in April shooting another stand-up on the spot at New York Comedy Club. So get tickets at that uh, at jeremiahwatkins.com. The ticket link is already on up on my website. 
But I promise you this lineup is going to be another awesome one that you definitely won't want to miss. Uh, but I, yeah, I love shooting the show on the road and it's been cool also to see just some comics who've done the show, even in this last year, who've started to pop more where like that first stand up on the spot special that we shot, where it was Akash, Shane Gillis, Ian Fidance, um, Trevor, Trevor Wallace. Um, I think that's everybody on that lineup, right? Was there anybody else? Uh, I think that was it, yeah. I mean, just that alone is like, that's a crazy, just to see where those guys, what they've done in the last couple of years. And then more recently even, we had uh, what's been going on with uh, Ralph Barbosa. Uh, he's killing it right now. And that's so cool to see. And I got to mention this George Lopez thing a little bit. I just want to touch on it. I'm not, you know, I don't like to stir the pot too much. But what was so weird about the George Lopez thing, if you didn't see it, he basically said some stuff about Ralph Barbosa when he was interviewing Steve, uh, Steve Trevino, a uh, super funny comic and uh, OG uh, comedy store guy who um, I opened for him at the La Jolla Comedy Store years ago. And he was basically being super nice in this clip, wanted to to show props to Ralph Barbosa and George Lopez kind of shot him down immediately. Uh, kind of being like, why are you bringing up another comic on my show who I'm not interviewing? That was kind of the vibe that I got. Like, why are you giving props to some dude that I've never heard of? And when I'm interviewing you right here, like, yeah, yeah. it was sort of intense. It was a little intense. Yeah. And, uh, what's so weird is, George Lopez treated me the opposite when he was on my show. He literally got me a paid gig that where I got to showcase in front of casting people and different stuff like that at NBC. So it was, I don't know if it was a bad day. You never know. That's what's so hard about podcasting. You're catching an insight into that person's day on that particular time. You don't know what's going on if he was just in a bad mood or why that caught him off guard. But uh, yeah, I think he had to end up apologizing to Ralph about it. Like there was like, Oh out, really? I think he secret the, the LA times article. It went to LA. It, they made a story out of it uh, because Ralph is a pretty beloved comic at, at this point um, with social media and everything and, and his following very dedicated his fans. And I think that they stirred enough stuff up online where they're like TMZ and, I think it went to TMZ, LA Times. Like they got a hold of it. They're like, oh, there's a story here. Like the fans are wanting. Yeah, enough eyes on it. Yeah, to talk about it. And uh, I think he, he, they said that he uh, apologized. Uh, I guess um, maybe, I don't know how it was done, but it was just an odd thing. It's an odd thing when comics uh, go at each other. Cause I'm like, you know, I I don't know. Like, like we're all in the same work. Like it's all like mutual. That that's what was so weird about like I, that's why I don't, like I'm, am I even causing am I even adding to the problem even bringing up that there you know what I mean that yeah, that, yeah. that there was uh, an issue. It was just kind of a a strange thing. It's weird to see two comics that I know and have both been very nice to me, kind of butt heads over something. And Ralph was just an innocent bystander. He literally, he wasn't even in the conversation. Trevino was just trying to give him a nice shout out. And Lopez was just like, not here right now. Yeah. This ain't happening on my show. Like you do that on your own time kind of thing. Don't use my platform 
when I'm giving you a platform. I think that's what it mainly was in his head, maybe. Like, I'm having you on as a guest. Why are you shouting out this dude that I don't know when I'm trying to give you something? Yeah. Do you think that George will have Ralph on the show? I feel like I feel like that will. Uh, I think that's gonna happen. Yeah, I feel like that's the natural. Like, I mean, I think that's how. I think that's the <laughs> the gentleman way of settling things. Yeah. Within the comedy community, come on my podcast. Yeah. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll be fine. We'll we'll settle it. We'll settle it like real men over a sixty minute conversation. <laughs> I mean, that would be the smartest thing for George, right? Like, well, dude, that's kind of the premise behind Mark Marin's WTF podcast. It's basically him having on people over the years, and there's a lot of exceptions, but that's kind of how that podcast started. It's him going over the podcast uh, with people who he's having on from his past that he butted heads with. And that's what made that podcast so interesting. It's such a hit is he's having he's like... Like at the end of every podcast, this is why he's like, "Are we good or uh, or what?" Yeah, <laughs> what's going on? And I said some stuff in the past. Yeah, my impression of Mark Marin because he's so successful now. He but he keeps finding ways to complain about things. <laughs> my my impression because that's like that's like his character, you know. He's kind of this curmudgeon kind of like character. That's like what he puts off. Like he's always like put upon. My impression of him is, but like this is successful, Mark Marin. Like he keeps having to find ways to find ways to become a curmudgeon. He's like, uh, I keep booking things. I, I don't know what's, uh, I booked another Batman movie. I don't, I don't know. Things are rough out there. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, dude. Yeah. This solo, I, I'm going to admit, once you get going with the solo, this solo style, I hope you guys are enjoying this. You may have turned it off by now. I don't know. I'll have to look at the YouTube analytics. You might have you turned it off at minute two. You could have been like, this ain't my speed, Jeremiah. This ain't for me, Jeremiah. I don't know why I have an accent now, Jeremiah, but I'm not digging it, or maybe I am digging it. Who knows? Hope you guys are, are liking this. Maybe I'll do this every once in a while. Uh, but I think um, there's a lot of uh, it, a lot of things I don't talk about uh, on the podcast. Is, uh, is I don't do topical stuff very often, so I thought that that would be a fun way to maybe discuss some topical things that are going on right now. And uh, there's a lot of stuff in the sky right now, guys. There's a lot of stuff in the sky. What are your thoughts on all these uh, these Chinese balloons that are popping up, Ben? You know, well, I don't know if they're all Chinese. I don't want you to get any wrong information. Listen, they're all Chinese, okay? <laughs> they're all Chinese. They're, they're balloon. They were made in China, okay? And they were flown over by the Chinese people. They're good people. Some of them, the others, not so much. Not sure. I think that uh, it's weird how much all of a sudden is just like it's just like they're popping up every right day. Now. Every day. Well, this is weird. Why all of a sudden, or are they just reporting on it now? Well, 
So I read that there was apparently Chinese balloons during Trump's presidency that never heard of any <laughs> Chinese balloon under my watch. There were no, absolutely no Chinese balloons that were ordained under my watch. I would have shot them all out of the sky with a pistol. I'm a marksman, okay? You, you've heard that, that there's, that they, what did they say? That, well, a couple of things I read that there was, there was Chinese balloons during, which is so funny, just a balloon, Chinese balloons is what we're talking about. And have you heard of Chinese New Year's? <laughs> Those people love their balloons. They love them. They love them. They're tremendous balloon makers. You look at a lot of products, they're from China, okay? It's very normal that the balloon, you'd look under the label, says made in China, okay? Keep, talk, keep talking, by the way, Ben. You don't have to. I, I'm going to keep. I'm ADD. I know that we're finding our flow here, yeah. but you don't have to stop talking. What you, what's yeah. funny to me is what you guys can't see off camera is I start to do Trump, and then Ben just starts looking at me like, well, do I keep talking now, or are you just going to keep ranting? I'm giving the Trump impression some space. No, man. Don't let, uh, dude, don't let Trump breathe, man. Yeah. You give him an inch, he takes a mile, dude. Um, speaking of Trump, what do you think about, uh, the Twitter? I, I think it's so interesting. He's got the Twitter profile back. Elon gave him the Twitter profile back, you know? And oh, like, I actually didn't hear about yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. He gave him the profile back, but like he unbanned him and he's like, hasn't been back on it. Cause he has his own, you know, truth, social, um, oh, that he's pushing. Yeah. Well, he, that's where he posts, but I don't know. I think, are I you, think are you, those. uh, do you have the app, the Twitter? truth app? Oh, no. <laughs> don't expose me right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't know anyone who has Truth Social, but uh, is this something that you can download from like the yeah. Android store and yeah, the yeah, Apple yeah. store? Yeah, it's like an app. Dude, I would love for like a first date to be going great between two people, and then uh, like a guy's picking her up at a bar, or whatever. <laughs> And they get to that moment where they're like, maybe gonna exchange like a number. And then she's like, so are you on Instagram? And he's like, uh, no, um, can I DM you on truth? <laughs> she's like, what? <laughs> um, wh what is that? Well, um, the way with media these days, we can't really trust the agenda of these companies and there's a platform that has been made where you know things aren't being monitored you're not your voice isn't being listened to your eye movements aren't taken into account through the camera on your phone it's just truth and it's just pure and uh, it's a very um, it's a very light platform and I think that you'd be into it. Okay, sounds interesting. Um, so like, um, who made it? Is, like, is it like a Jeff Bezos thing? Or is it like that other guy, that Elon, that Tesla guy? No, it's Donald Trump, American hero. He He's behind it. Okay, um, you know, let me get back to you on that. Um, we'll see, we'll see. Um, we had a nice time tonight. That was nice, at least. 
we'll always have that. So that's good. You know, a big part of my job is making the social clips. And I'm wondering if what the, the comedy clips scene looks like on Truth Social. Oh like, my goodness. You know, like there probably are some comedians who have an Instagram, have a Twitter, have a TikTok. They're like, let's get on Truth Social. Maybe it'll blow up. Maybe we should get your account going. Wow. What if that becomes one of the things where like at comedy clubs, they're like, so how many followers you got? Like, all right, I got this amount on Instagram, this amount on Twitter. But on Truth, you got 4.5 million on Truth. <laughs> Such a red flag. Such a red flag. He's huge on Truth Social. Yeah, huge on Truth Social. That's what an interesting platform. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe we should maybe we should explore that. Well, I don't know what's worse, putting our comedy videos on Truth Social or Pornhub at that point. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> like like uh like is that is that a conservative uh like like OnlyFans? Like people who are super liberal, like if you're on Truth Social, they're like, Yeah, they're 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 good. Um they're a good friend and everything, but they're on Truth Social. They have a following on Truth. They have a following on Truth. Yeah. Dude, are the followers called truthers? I don't know. But <laughs> I, I think it is a retruth. I think it's like a retweet. It's like a retruth. What? Yeah, they just stole Twitter, basically. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. Um, Well, this is a, just a kind of a shorter form thing that we're you know experimenting with and doing comment below if you liked it you know if you see that there's promise to it or maybe you know you can also comment this wasn't my thing you can it's not going to hurt my feelings i'm truly i'm experience that's the thing about jeremiah wonders that i love so much this show has specifically Jeremiah Wonders has it's it's kind of the playground for what I want to do and experiment with. Cause the goal is is for Jeremiah Wonders to eventually be a full blown sketch show someday. That's what I really would want to do with the show. But Jeremiah Wonders also has birthed multiple things on this channel specifically. Scissor Bros was born through Jeremiah Wonders on, on this channel. Also, Stand Up on the Spot has been in the Jeremiah Wonders feed. I kind of treat this as like a as an incubator for ideas. So, you know, and obviously if I did this style more, I naturally would get a little bit smoother at it. It's a little hiccupy at points. There were some moments where I started to die inside after I was riffing alone for a while and waiting for Ben to come in. And then he didn't come in. I had to sit and wait and be like, was that riff good? I hope. You, you hope that the listeners and the viewers like it, but you have no idea. I think that's what's hard about this medium. As a stand-up, I know right away. I know right away whether... If I say something that's off the wall or whatever, if it hits with the crowd. But this, I'm just like, uh-huh, yeah, all right, on to the next one. Anyway, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Check out the new stand-up on the spot that's out now that we just shot in New York. 
It's a lot of fun. Uh, it's on the new Stand Up On The Spot channel, youtube.com slash at standupots. And if you want to come see me live, come see me live on the road. I'm on the road quite a bit. Later this weekend, I'm in St. Petersburg, Florida. Then I'm in Chicago. Then I'll be headlining, uh, if you're in Los Angeles, it's a chance to see me do a longer set on March 6th. I'm headlining the Hollywood Improv. March 11th, Huntington Beach, California. And then we got another stand-up on the spot that we're recording on March 14th. Uh, I'm releasing my one-hour special, Daddy, on this channel on March 21st. Please mark your calendar, March 21st for Daddy. I'm going to be doing a premiere. I got Houston coming up, Austin, New York. It's going to be great, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in, Jeremiah Wonders. Uh, ben, do you have anything else that you'd like to say? Or uh, what's your uh, you know, Instagram or anything you want to plug coming up? Oh, yeah, sure. Follow me at Ben Fiorica on Instagram. I don't post. I post on Jeremiah's. Okay, this is, yes, follow at StandUpOTS yeah, you're on trying to TikTok. Help build that up. Yeah, yeah. Follow them. Follow StandUpOTS on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Subscribe to Jeremiah on YouTube, please, guys. Please. It would really help me out. <laughs> oh, my goodness, Ben. Ben's getting emotional. He please. started to weep. He, he'll just give me a raise, I think, if you guys give me a... I mean, that is good incentive. That is some good incentive. For one subscription a month, <laughs> you could help a small child. Ben... Ben is 12, guys. I'm 12 years old. He's 12 years old. <laughs> I have a 12-year-old assistant editor that I've been working with for my clips and stuff like that. Um, guys, it'll help. It'll help him move to New York. Please. Which will cause me even more problems. So help him. Help him. Um, yeah. And if you want to see this again, maybe we could do like questions for next time if people have questions they want yeah. to ask you that yeah, yeah. Be interesting that could be interesting i don't know i mean i'm open to the idea yeah i mean honestly this is a good uh thing to experiment with when i'm traveling a little bit too much and it's too hard to book a guest on short notice or something like that so anyway we're meandering at this point uh love you guys thanks for all the support hope you enjoyed bye bye